This week on Meatheads, Derek and I will discuss our hopes and dreams for 2023, how to keep new exercisers comfortable and feeling safe in the gym, and our individual holiday indulgences. Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on fnfiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity. Greetings and salutations in the new year. Everyone, welcome to Meatheads, the first one of 2023. My name is Mark Lalone. I am joined, as always, by my good friend and Gunawage's primary counsel on all things physical fitness, the CEO of Total Fitness, Derek DeLille. Derek, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. It's exciting to be back. It's, it's a very exciting time of year, 2023, especially in our business. We are looking forward to a very intense next few weeks as an influx of new exercisers invade both public gyms and private and start looking to make their resolutions come true. Derek, it's always nuts in our gyms the first few weeks of the year, and then it tends to drop off. We'd like to reverse that trend. How do we make those new exercisers comfortable and keep them in the gym? You know, it's kind of cool because I find January 1st, it's like a, a, a light flip switch on and everybody gets motivated or re-motivated they have all these new goals and aspirations to accomplish, whether it's in their fitness lives or their, you know, personal lives. And it usually lasts maybe what, a month or two sometimes, and then it kind of dwindles away. You know, maybe you get the, the three-month membership program and you, you try to go on. But I always find nobody seems to stick to it, whether it's gym or personal goals. And this is what we're going to try to figure out why. Yeah, and it's, it's a trend I've seen for years. Every year, the first three weeks of the year, the gyms are inundated with new people figuring out what's going on. You know, some of them are trying out trainers. A lot of them have decided this is, you know, new year, new me. I'm going to make some changes. But 90% of them bail. 90%, if not more. Because by mid-February, it's back, usually back to the same people you see every day in the gym, the same gym community, the same gym goers. Maybe there's two or three extras. I think a lot of it has to do with intimidation, especially if you're a newbie. You know, you're... Maybe you want to get in shape. Maybe there's um, um, health issues that you that you have to tackle. So when you go in, a lot of people, they get bombarded by, you know, the staff members, welcome to so-and-so gym. gym yeah. Yep. And, okay. And most gyms, from experience, they sometimes set you out with a, a free trainer for just one session to put you through a, a fit fix type program, running around a little circuit training, something you can do within 30 minutes in and out, very simple. And after that, you're on your own. So sometimes I think these people, they might either gather too much information on the internet or watching other people that they tend to dissipate from that area and start trying new things. And then that's when they start getting confused. Mm -hmm. I was doing new things, watching what they're doing. Why are they doing that? What, what do I do? Mm -hmm. And then when you see a bunch of fitness buffs and men and women, and they're all in shape, it gets intimidating if you're not in that caliber of, you know, of physical athlete. fitness. Yeah. Right. And, and. We discussed this previously, and, and we'll probably get into it again. Trainers in those gyms are usually, like, a, a lot of new people, like, so in terms of bigger gyms, a lot of them set up new members with one free consultation with a personal trainer. That's not enough, because, as you said, 
90% of the time they'll do the one thing under supervision. Then they'll maybe retain half of that information for the next time. They'll know how to do half of the things that are on their sheet. And then they'll go around looking for other things to fill in, which maybe might not work, might injure them, or might cause them to just be in a situation where they don't want to come back to the gym. And we want to avoid that at all costs. On the other hand, we have to put on a hard sell as soon as the newbies come in the door in a lot of these gyms, you know, and, and that pressure to sell sessions um, is felt by everybody. Um, you told me that you felt some of that in the past. I, I worked at a big uh, fitness facility for many years. I eventually became a fitness manager there. So we had to oversee all the sales that are coming in and it became more of a business you know, you have, uh, you get all your trainers on the floor. So you got 10 trainers for this, this location. And then when people come in, your job is to kind of tell your trainers to go, go sell them. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately that's what it is. Go sell them training and it's cold calling. The trainers aren't going to come up to you or the, the clients aren't going to come up to you. You're going to have to walk around and kind of introduce yourself to somebody. But when you introduce yourself to, to a potential client, you don't know if somebody else already approached them. So then it can kind of get a little bit frustrating for the client or the potential client. And they're just like, I've already seen like three other trainers that are trying to talk to me. Can I just get my workout in please? So my approach was always a little different. You know, I'd strike up random conversation, walk in the door. Hey, how's it going? My name is Derek. If you ever need any questions or help with anything, just come and see me. Mm -hmm. And then over the time you see them coming in and then you just build, build a kind of relationship with them. So you're not selling them. You're just kind of talking to them as friends. Just right. like, hey, you're back in the gym. Awesome. How was your week? How was your, how was your month? And eventually they come around like, you know, well, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm following this program I got off TikTok and I just don't know what I'm doing. Can you show me a few things? So I'll take the time and show them a few things, you know, and then, and then that's when I'll do my, my, my pitch. If you need me, if you want to advance your training, then we can talk further. Not just go up there. Hi, my name is Derek. Do you need any training? Hi, my name is Derek. Do you need any training? You need to lose weight. Then it's also... You got to watch what you say too. And they're sure. like, what do you mean? I, I need to lose weight? Well, no, but you know, then you're, yeah. then you just made yourself look stupid. That's right. And, and you it's put the client on the defensive. No, hundred percent. We're not in the fitness business. We're in the relationship business. Exactly. And as you say, building that relationship with the client, building a, an atmosphere of trust and confidence is the most important thing. A client's not going to come pay you for your time if they don't have that trust and confidence in you. So it does take time. And sadly, we have to sometimes put the hammer down on the hard sell and it's, as a friend of mine would say, it's suboptimal. It is, because I find when people come into the gym and they're bombarded, they feel like they're going into, you know, when you're looking for a car, you don't want to buy, you're just browsing some new cars, see what's on the, the market, and then they try selling you, they, they entice you with, hey, you want to want to test drive it? Let's see if your credit's good enough. Let's bring you here. Let's bring you there. And you're like, okay, you know what? I just came to look. I'm leaving. Yeah, I literally just came to look. Exactly. Yeah. So when somebody's in the gym looking at the machines and trying to new, new things, let them look, let them browse, and then... And let them then approach their own choices. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, that technique is tried and true. You set them up, you, you walk in, you see the newbie, you let them start, you know, using the machine wrong. And then you say, Hey, can I give you a hand on uh, making that, you know, work better for you? And that's, uh, that tends to be my, my approach is, can we make this work better for you? Like, is there a way that this can be better? You know what? I'll, I'll give a good example. I was training at this, uh, at this gym. I, I find myself fairly advanced, right? And then this celebrity trainer came in. I don't know if I can drop names here. His name was Scott Abel. And he's from Canada. And he's been training many, many uh, bodybuilders back in the day in the 80s and 90s. Now he's obviously retired, but he came to our gym to make a movie. It was a, a training uh, DVD. 
And I was the only one in, in that gym that recognized him because I read all the muscle magazines and I'm like, oh my God, he's at our gym. This is so awesome. So you always watch what he's doing and see what he's doing. And one day I was squatting and I saw him in the corner of my eye coming beside me and he says, hey, well, he knew my name because I was a trainer there. He said, hey, Derek, good squats over there. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, wow, Scott Abel just said good squats and it put my motivation through the roof. And then shortly after when his DVDs came out, I got him, I got it for Christmas as a gift. Pretty, he, pretty he, remarkable, it, it eh? Was, it, was, it was just like, it made me feel so, I don't know, like but noticed just, or good. But just that one yep. piece of positive feedback brought you back for more. Yeah, and I got his, his programs and kind of followed him for the longest time and got some nutrition from him. Just from that simple gesture, he didn't come and say, hey, Derek, want to train? Hey, Derek, want to train? You know, no, he just, just offered you a compliment. Yeah, that's all it took. Positive feedback. Mm -hmm. It's pretty remarkable, it eh? It was, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's nice to feel good. Speaking of feeling good, I physically don't right now. I'm feeling every, every minute of my 46 years these days. This damp weather that mm -hmm. we're dealing with, this consistent cold rain is playing havoc with everything, frankly. Uh, my feet, my ankles, my knees, my hands, it's all, it's, all, it's all bugging me. But what's bothering me the most, I have to say, is the darkness. When it gets dark at four o'clock in the afternoon, Derek, I want to go to sleep at 8.30. I want to eat my supper at like four, like an old person. And I'm not an old person. You know, there's many times when, you know, I'll make myself, I'll, I'll cook for everybody. It's usually around five o'clock, I like to eat five, 5.30. And then it always finds around maybe seven o'clock. I find myself lying in bed. And then uh, I look over to my girlfriend, I'm like, it's only like seven o'clock. What are you doing in bed? And even my son, he's like lying down. He goes, dad, it's only seven. Why am I going to bed right now? I'm like, you're right. And it feels like we need to do something, but. It's dark outside, so we're not going to go outside and play. So I'm like, all right, let's watch some TV. Let's play some video games. But it's almost like we're trying to fill a void because it's nothing to do at that time and just makes everybody lazy and tired. One of, uh, one of my good habits in life is I walk my dogs every night before bed. And so that's something that keeps me up and on my feet from like 8.30 till about 10. And uh, I'm thankful for that these days because I find myself sneaking the walk in earlier and earlier now. So like 7.45, we'll head out. I'm like, oh, okay, we'll just head out. And then I'll come in and have a shower and, and then, but the longer I walk outside in the dark, the better I feel about it. Does that make sense? Well, I, I guess it's the walking that makes you feel great. You know, I, I love walking and sometimes I do it by myself. I'm trying to get my, my, my son to participate with me. Mm -hmm. We did it for a little while, but then he just stopped. But I love walking, mm -hmm. you know, like I don't do it often as often as I want to, cause I just feel like I'm preoccupied or I'm just coming up with an excuse not to put my shoes on and my jacket, and my right. sweater and go for a walk. Yeah. But I find walking during winter is so peaceful and relaxing. It seems more quiet. You know, the, the moon shines off the snow when we do have snow and it creates like a nice feeling. It really does. And that's one of my, that's one of my favorite parts of winter is, is I remember thinking a few weeks back when we finally got snow, that nighttime was a lot lighter. Now the light was bouncing off the snow and, and making it easier to see at night. And now the snow has largely melted and I, I don't know how I feel about it. On the one hand, I'm like, ah, I can't see as well. On the other hand, I'm like, oh, the snow is melted, so I can't complain. You know, I always joke around like after after Christmas, let the snow melt and let's bring on spring. Right. But then we forget that, you know, it's darker. It's, it's so gloomy. Dark. So gloomy. And, and even this morning, it's Monday, my first day, you know, back at the, well, since uh, January 1st, you know, I'm back at the gym. So it's kind of like, it's dark. Do I even want to go today? I'm looking at the time. I woke up a little bit later than usual. I'm like, it's still dark outside. I just want to stay home. Right. But, you know, I forced myself, took my pre-workout, got up, went to the gym, started my day. 
I find um, the darkness uh, and the cold and the uh, dampness also manifest themselves in terms of like aches and pains in my body. You know, a sore Achilles tendon. If I if I walked my dogs like an hour and a half the night before and I push the pace, which I often do because I enjoy doing that, then the next morning I wake up, my Achilles tendon is just tight as heck and, and screaming at me. And, oh, man, it takes me 15 minutes to like get my body up and awake in the morning. Is there any way that, like, I don't know if you've made concessions to getting older in terms of how you recover from training. I've made some. I got a hot tub, which helps my body recover from workouts really well. I do more stretching than I'd really like to because stretching is sucks and is boring, but it needs to be done. So those are the two things I've done. And I'd like to say that they've done wonders, but they, they, they haven't done that much. You know, this past training, my, my program has me doing a lot of stretching, like good hard stretching, even like some glute stretching where I realized my, my right glute is tighter than my left glute in the certain pose I, I try to do. So I'm trying to do a little bit more stretching. I also changed my, my, my training around okay. um, in the last couple months. I found all my aches and pains have gone away because before I was always being doing like jerky movements, like push pressing, heavy, heavy sets of threes, just strength training and a little bit of a crossfitish uh, finishers, you know, box yep. jumps and whatever. But in the last couple of months, I, I, t- I turned it down, more rest, slower the reps down, more bodybuilding, if that kind of makes sense in that. Uh, so more t- isolated stuff? More isolated stuff, actually focusing on feeling the muscle contract yeah. and work like, like how I used to train back in the day. And I made phenomenal progress. I'm getting stronger. I actually put on some muscle. I hope it's yeah. not. I hope it's not uh, holiday, holiday, uh, holiday, uh, holiday, ho- holiday bloat. Yeah, but um, I feel stronger, and I haven't had any except this past couple of weeks. My neck, neck. I, I think it's from sleeping with the window open. I don't know. It just, it's been achy. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. another thing that happens as you get older. I'm like, I woke up three weeks ago with like a pulled right calf. I don't know how it happened. Middle of the night, I, I don't know. Wake up, my calf, boom. Like like clenched like a fist. Took me like four or five days for it to, for it to relax. But um, that happens all the time. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, what hurts? How did I injure myself sleeping? Yeah, it's like my my. As soon as you get up, you know, we all go to the bathroom. It's it feels like I got a. By the time I walk from my bedroom to the bathroom, my calves finally relax. relax. I'm not like hunching over. I'm like straightening up, and then I'm like, all right, this is good. I hear some cracks in my shoulders when I kind of massage or you know rotate your shoulders in the morning just to get that stretch in, and. Uh, yeah, I'm fine now. <laughs> Do you notice a difference uh, between using free weight and like cables and resistance bands in terms of your joints? See, I don't have much cables. You don't have resist- a lot of pulley cables at your no, place. Like no, I have that's one true. that I got, which I find it works fantastic for the triceps. Tri- that's a pu- yeah, your push down thing. Yeah. 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 Because, uh, you know, usually I use the dumbbells or the barbells. And yep. since I started doing push downs, it's, it's a little bit smoother. There's not as much friction and I can control it more. I'm like, wow, I actually feel the muscle doing this. So I'm trying to trying to use uh, the cable for a lot of other exercises as well. Because when you do the bare basics pull-ups, which are super hard if you can't do a bunch of them, yep. and they hurt every, every joint time. in your body. Every yep. time. No matter if you're doing sets of one, sets of five, or even try to go for max reps. It hurts. Yeah. Yep. So I wish I had a little bit more cables at this age, but I do have bands. Yes. So bands have yeah, the same. Yeah, you have a lot of bands. Yeah. So they have the same, I think, uh, impact on the muscles. So they don't, they don't I think jerk so. I, I think they're a lot easier on the joints. Like mm-hmm. I, I notice... Uh, in, in recent months, like yanking dumbbells into place for a, a bench incline press, for instance, like is hard on my wrists and thumbs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what happened? This is, I can, you know, I can lift these weights easily when they're in position, but yanking them into position is hard, man. Well, today was my international chest day. I was doing incline barbell press and I usually just go on there with the, with the bar to warm up. 
Yeah. So I just grabbed the bar, start repping out, and I'm like, I feel like a little twitch in my left wrist. I'm like, God, I hope this doesn't cause me problems for the rest of the workout. So I kind of did the massage or the, the rotation of the wrist just to get yeah. whatever kinks out. And then I completed the workout. No, no pain. No pain. Yeah, because sometimes you'll you'll get a pain early on in your workout and you're like, will this pain graduate into a larger, more irritable pain that will make me have to stop? Or or as as so often happens, the pain goes away as you start working and get your joints more lubricated and, and warmer and warmer. Yeah, that's what happens. So like, good. Yeah, and thank goodness for that. Because yeah. like I more often than not, that's the pain I feel. Like first couple of sets, I'm like, oh God. Yesterday, I made the mistake of putting my full weight on the bench press for my first exercise, <laughs> or, or rather, putting it, putting it close to my, my full weight. Like, I was I graduated going 235, 275, 295 yesterday, so I put 235 on the bar for my first set. My shoulders were not pleased with me this morning. No, you see, I, I found a way to warm up to that, and when you get older, I think you need a little bit more warm-up sometimes. I, I think couldn't a, agree more. You know, sometimes people think a set or two of 10 reps is fine, then go heavy. But I usually do, a, like I like to use percentages, but I'll use like mm -hmm. say 50% for 10 reps, 60% for eight reps. And then I go all the way down to like um, maybe 80% for one rep, which right. isn't, it's heavy, but it's not grueling. And then I'll back it off to a normal set I use for eight reps. So say right. I'll, I'll drop it back to 70% and I find it kind of like gets the nervous system ready, gets everything ready. And you're not just repping out 10 reps to warm up. You're actually going a little bit heavier and then backing off. I, I actually see, I, I see where you're coming from. And I agree with that because I've been doing for warm ups lately. I've just been doing back squats. I throw a one plate on either side of the bar, which is not obscenely heavy for me, but I'll just do three sets of 10. Um, I, I try to do 30 sets of weight training exercise, 10 times three, uh, every workout. And that's my first three. And I count that in my first three, but I just do it. It, it just warms my body up. So it's, I'm allowing part of my training to be my warm up, which is my allowance to my to getting older. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like I'll count that in my sets and I'll be like, you know, I feel, I feel great. That second set after doing squats, squats, wake everything up. Even if you're yeah. not, you're not using upper body, you're still, your shoulders are engaged. Your, your upper body's engaged, your chest, your arms, your triceps, it's all engaged. So why not? Exactly. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Other than the stretching, is there, there's nothing you do, right? You know, nothing I you, I've done the stretching. I do have a really nice deep bath and I have the salt. You know, I got this package that comes in every month. It has all random supplements for samples and everything. I came with this this bath salt. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to try this. Okay. It's still sitting there. I haven't, I haven't, haven't tried, tried it. it yet. No, I took one bath in that tub when I first got it. I got the house because the bathtub was deep. I'm like, oh, wow, this is awesome. I can do my, you know, yep. my hot baths, whatever. And uh, I think I've been in there once. It's almost like, I don't know if I, I feel like I have so much things in my head or mind that I don't have the time for. Like, I don't, oh, I it. don't like baths, never have, don't like sitting in them, but I'll sit in the hot tub. Weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I put my headphones on and leave my phone outside the hot tub and I can listen to podcasts or music or whatnot while I'm sitting there. It's, it's, I think it's, I should try that at least a couple of times a week. Uh, it's, it's pretty great. Actually, you know what? It's January. I'm not going to say I'm going to try. I'm going to do it. Do it. Week. Just like do today. Do it. I did the assault bike today for four minutes. Oh, yeah, I did the tablets. I hate assault bikes. You know, I, I I weighed myself and everything, and I'm like, ah, you know what? Maybe I, uh, maybe it's time to get some cardio in there. Yeah. You know? And I'm not into long walks unless yeah. it's outside. So I jumped on my assault bike and I did a tablet style mm -hmm. 10, 10 on, 20 rest. Yeah. And when I say rest, it's not a slow. No, it's, it's it, just it's uh, it's you take the resistance down and you just let your you let your legs and arms go. Yeah, I took my 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 legs right off. It was burning. Oh, really? Eh? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. The one I have, it's uh, yeah, it's it's kind of now. Tough. Yours is has does it have the alternate? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's actually called the Blitz 2.0 that I got from this company, and uh, it's, it's like the assault bike. Yeah, 
And uh, sorry for listeners who aren't sure what we're talking about. I just made the arm gestures at Derek and nobody can actually see us doing <laughs> this. So what an assault bike does, it has handlebars that also are an active part of the exercise process and they move with you as you bike. And it hits up. It hits everything upper and lower. And the resistance is the fan because of the, yes. wheel, the wheel is a fan. Because of the air, so, yeah. Yeah. So the faster you go, the harder it gets. So my, my legs were burning after the third one. So that's when I took it off completely, did the complete rest. And it's my first real time doing it. So I'm going to go easy into it before I hate it. You know what I mean? Makes sense. Makes and sense. You, you have to love it before you hate it. Yeah. And it, it's not just for, oh, let's burn extra calories. It's mostly for the heart now. You know, like, I know. I've seen Everything a lot of, has its point, man. Yeah. I We're almost 50 years old. Yeah. And it's I, just not fun. It's not. And, you know, we all work out, but at the end of the day, you got to have a strong heart gotta have a strong heart that's what that's what powers everything mm -hmm. and that's what i mean basically you know that's why we work out yep you know to ensure a long healthy life and that we can keep doing the things we want to do as long as we want to do them speaking of things that we do as long as we want to do them it's january it's really mild so this question might be way out of left field but derek what do you enjoy doing outdoors is there there's something you like doing with your kids or just by yourself or I don't know, with friends that gets you out and enjoying the winter weather. You know, I, I like uh, putting on some snowshoes and going hiking. Mm -hmm. I did it with my boys a couple of years ago. Um, but it's so hard to get everybody out to do something like that. Sometimes I find, and right now there's not that much snow. So there's really, I don't know, the kids tend to just want to stay inside. Mm -hmm. the, the old, the days of let's go sliding isn't even brought up in the household anymore. When I was young, like, yeah, let's go sliding. Let's go to Trombone. And, and, but how old are your kids now? 12. Well, well, there's a bunch in the house. There's a two 12s, an 11, and a 5. So the young ones want to do it. Sure. The older ones are more into once yeah, they home, watching movies. Yeah, they want to do their, their games and Instagram and all that yeah, nonsense. Yeah, exactly. So um, we don't yeah. really do much walking, maybe. My kids haven't done much sledding this year. My daughter's dying to hit the outdoor rink, but that's sadly not to be yet. And uh, unfortunately, the Christmas holidays for her are almost over because she plays hockey at John Abbott and they're they're starting their season back up as of Friday. We are recording this on Monday. So she's brought four days left until she starts her season again. So I don't think she's going to be getting on the outdoor rink before that. You know, the kids point. were mentioning that as well, because we bought skates last year yep. and we had the outdoor rink. And sometimes I'll take the, the my my son into the indoor rink because he doesn't know how to skate. So we're trying to teach him how to skate. He wants to learn how to skate. And uh, the outdoor rink isn't even ready yet. You know, it's there. They worked on it, but I don't think there's any ice on it. No so way. it's just like, you know. Not in this weather. No. Um, I, I, I'm, I used to be an outdoor rink. I loved the outdoor rink. When I was a kid, that's how I'd get out of the house on Christmas. I'd go over to the outdoor rink, get my stuff on. Like chalet wasn't open cause the, the guy was off, but you just park your butt in the snowbank, tie your skates and, and make your way down. And that was a great way to spend an afternoon. I think it still is. I tore my quad a few years back and, uh, the resultant surgery has left my knee, uh, with a little bit less stability than I would like. And, uh, as a result, I am, I cannot skate anymore. So. Hockey is done for me, but I still enjoy walking my dogs in the winter. And one of the great Christmas gifts I got this year was a pair of snow walking shoes oh, with nice. cleats in them. Yes, they are fabulous. I've already been out a couple of times with them and I have yet to fall. So that, <laughs> my friend. I fell once. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. It, it, and again, at 46, man, when you hit the ground, <laughs> you hit the ground hard. 
you don't bounce like you did when you were a child. Well, I was so excited because of my, my new t-shirts came in. So I went to the place to go pick it up and I have a Jeep that's kind of high. So I, I get out and I didn't realize they just plowed it. So the snow is very slick. Very slick. So I jump out of the car and I just landed on my butt. Oh I'm boy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, something did I break anything? Everything go okay? Yeah. Cause you have to check. You have to like, okay. You, yeah. You, you, you don't know right away if something's really hurt. Cause, cause then you get up too fast and that's all of a sudden we hear that crank or that yep. pull. I'm like, okay, yep. I'm fine. Oh no, that's bad. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. That, that I had a wipeout. Fortunately I was, it wasn't, it was on snow, but I was walking with my dogs just before Christmas, uh, walking them to the dog park near my house. And, uh, as I stepped onto the snow, I whoop, poof, fell flat on my butt in the snow. But fortunately, the snow was quite soft and there was no <laughs> negative repercussions. That was, I was quite fortunate. That was one of my holiday indulgences. Um, I didn't have too many more, but New Year's, I'm wondering if you guys did any of this stuff, but for New Year's, I, was, I just wanted to basically put this in so I could brag about my cooking. I, I made a shit ton of barbecue ribs with uh, twice baked potatoes, homemade buttermilk biscuits, bunch of different salads. Yeah, it was awesome. See, last year we did we did a lot of stuff, but this year we actually went to uh, one of these uh, these buffets out in uh, Brossard, where you have like it's an international buffet. Did you go to Buffet des Continents? Yes, that's yes, the one. That's, I love those ones. So we brought the whole family. I didn't want to cook this. Year. I'm like, hey, let's go have our last dinner yeah. of the year, and let's go here and just pig out on everything. And it's so good. It was so good that night. Just there's a lot of healthy stuff at Buffet des Continents. I didn't, I passed it. Did you? You, <laughs> I you just went right salad. for the good stuff, eh? I went for the uh, the the Chinese. I went for the uh, the pizza. Everything. Right. They do well with they do well with the salads. If you if you if you yeah. end up going down that that course. Yeah, I saw the sushi. I saw the uh, I saw the salad bar, and it was the only one that wasn't lined up. So I'm like, eh, yeah, you know, exactly. I, I eat a lot of veggies at home and salads. Let's let's, let's go with indulge a little bit while we're out. Yeah. Well, that's why we ask about holiday indulgences, right? I, yeah. Um, I'm pretty jealous of that. We had. Uh, I had Chinese food for Christmas Eve. I ordered Chinese food. It was fine. You know, I've been asking for Chinese food for the longest time at the house. I'm like, hey, you guys want Chinese? But the kids don't really like it, right? It's just me and uh, my girlfriend. So that's why when I went to the Buffet de Continent, I'm like, I'm going to have my Chinese. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you guys can have your pizzas and then burgers and potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Eat, all, eat all the Canadian food you yeah. want. I'm going to eat, uh, you know, Canadian food disguised as Asian food. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> But it was that, so good. Yeah, that's uh, that. The buffets are great for that, and buffet de continent is, it, to my mind, is one of the better ones. I mean, it really is. It, it's, it's quality. I find it, if it, that makes any sense for a buffet, because they got the roast beef, they got the roast lamb, and they're chopping up in front of you, and and the food that that night was really good. Mm -hmm. You know, like sometimes you go to a buffet, like it's okay. I just feel bloated and nasty. Oh god, and, yeah. Buffets are usually disgusting. Yeah, but this one, like, I didn't overindulge. I ate you know, enough. And I'm like, I'm satisfied. I don't feel nasty. I don't feel gross. I don't feel like I got to lie down for two hours. Right. But it was good. Late in November, my son and I went to New Jersey to watch a football game uh, at the, the Jets and Bears. And he wanted to hit a Chinese buffet. And we did. Much to our chagrin. Our stomachs hurt for four days afterwards. Never, never again will I go to a Chinese buffet. I find just me, I don't know, when I, when I go to buffets in the States, I find yep. they're very greasy, very heavy. Very heavy. And even... I know. I remember this uh, this casino hotel casino we went to. I think it was in uh, I was just, I'm not sure, but that a lot of food. But it just seems like the servings are like buttered out, like the mashed potatoes. It just seems heavy. greasy, Everything heavy, just and, heavy. The pork and, and chops loaded with yeah. MSG and and chemicals and fat and fat and fat. Yeah. So if if I do a buffet, it's got to be kind of on the upper end. 
right. quality. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I mean, it, uh, I like a tasting menu too mm-hmm. at a lot of these upscale Asian places, which is great. You know, 30 bucks and they'll bring me all the food I want. Pff, sold. <laughs> what are you looking for out of 2023? Like, what do you, what do you think is coming down the pipe? For you know, us? I, I thought about this for a while and every year I always have a fitness goal. But this year, I don't really, I'm not setting myself up uh, for a fitness goal. I always find when you, when you set something up, a lot of times you don't go through it. So I think for this year, I'm just going to keep maintaining what I'm doing, keep staying on the healthy track, maybe increase my vegetables a little bit. But I think this year I want to do a little bit more work on me, not, right. not the muscle, not the physique, just me in general, right. you know, change my, my whole outlook on certain things and grow. Cause I feel like I'm growing into an older person now. I have yep. different outlooks on life and things I did as a kid. I'm like, did I do that? Why would I ever do that? That's so stupid. That's so crazy. This, no, it's like, I know it just feels like once you get to a certain point in your life, not to get off way subject, it's like you cross over this, this line, this boundary, and all of a sudden your whole outlook on things change. Right. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm with you hundred percent. In fact, I, I've a lot of things in my life I've started to reconsider and recalibrate. Like, why do I do that then and not at another time? Or why do I do this when I do it? And so um, one of my resolutions this year isn't really a resolution at all, but just to be more mindful in the things that I do. Why am I doing the things that I'm doing? Is, is does this have a point? Does this not have a point? What am I accomplishing? And so forth. So mindfulness is my goal for 2023. You know, a good example is every year I would say, I want to get lean, I want to get whatever. And then one time I did it. I actually did the whole three months and, you know, it was grueling. I got really, really, really lean to the point where even my, my wife at the time was like, that's so nasty. Like I was really lean. Question. Yeah. What did that do to your mental health? It didn't do anything good for it. No. You know, and I made a big post on my, on my, on my Facebook, on my social media journal about it saying, once you get to that point, what did you accomplish? Did you make money, more money? Are you a better person? Are you, yeah. Are you anything? And I'm like, I, I went through this grueling thing and you know, it, the girl, the wife doesn't like it. You know, the only people that are. are kind no, of because like, it makes you grumpier. You're, you're achy all the time. You're, it really you is. want food. Your body is screaming out. Your digestive system is a mess. You're constantly popping supplements. Maybe you're taking caffeine and ephedrine. Oh. Um, stimulants are yeah. a problem. It a- accentuates anxiety. And the fact of the matter is, every time you look in the mirror, despite you leaning out, you want more. It, it, it's true. And then you get to a point, okay, I reach this point. What do I do now? I can't maintain this. So now I got to deal with gaining weight again and feeling crappy. Crappy about that. And what, what made it even worse was I remember going out to... Um, I don't know if I can shoot names here, but it's a pie place on sources. Rockaberry? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Great place. Yep. I went there with my ex-wife and some friends. They ordered pie. I ordered a tuna salad. Yep. Now when I think about it, I was young at the time. Now I think about it, what a, I don't know, what a. What a weird thing to order at yeah, a pie place. Like I was saying, like, it made me feel like they're going to think. Makes you feel I'm like better. you're not one of them. Exactly. And there's so much things I sacrifice for no apparent reason. So now I like to indulge, you know. Pizza night, Fridays, you want to go to a restaurant? I'm not going to say, can't too much carbs. I'm just going to enjoy it, but I'm going to enjoy it on a certain day when I, I right. can indulge, not on a daily basis, because I still want to care about my health, right? Right, because it, I mean, it feels good to have some indulgence, but it doesn't feel good to indulge all the time, because it physically doesn't yeah, feel good. exactly. Like, I'm like, oh, tummy, I, my body, yeah, I think you gross. need to know, because you know when people go to birthday parties, they're like, oh, Derek, I'm going to this party, I think I'm going to serve pizza, should I just not eat anything? I'm like, you know what, you go to a your friend's birthday party once a year, have that pizza, be part of the group, be part of the gang, enjoy your life. Don't be like, can I eat that and, and have your salad on the side because you look like a moron, to be honest. It's, it's, 
unless you're a professional athlete and you got a, the Mr. Olympia contest on Saturday, just enjoy your life. Right. You're not, you're, you're not getting that much of an advantage by not having a slice of pizza. Exactly. You can all, I mean, if people are putting out slices of pizza at a party, they're probably putting out uh, crudités that we can have with vegetables. So there's no reason you can't eat your vegetables when you're at a party. Exactly. But to your point, it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. But I think a lot of people, I, I, maybe I'm way out of left field, but I've just noticed in the last three, four weeks, a lot of people are looking to shake off all the habits they had in the pandemic and, and, and get rid of them completely. The idea is that most people have now put the pandemic in their rearview mirror. Life is returned to normal. Now it's time for my habits to return to normal as well. I don't know if that's something you've experienced in your life, but a lot of my clients have been like, in the past four weeks, have been booking things like crazy, asking more questions than ever, and generally looking to make changes. Are you experiencing that as well? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing that with myself as well. Most of my clients, they've, they've, they've been with me for a long time. Even during the pandemic, one or two will come in on certain times and we, we arranged it in certain ways. Um, but I think a lot of people are, are now like, hey, we can cross border, we can go, we can go on vacations, we can go here. And I think some people are, are taking that advantage of, of going on their vacations, doing stuff. Um, for myself, I kind of sat back like during the pandemic. Okay, it's kind of a vacation. And now I'm coming back and it's like, yeah, I'm still in that vacation mode. You know, I'll go into the gym, I'll train people at certain times and then the rest going on their own. But now I'm like, my goal is to just get back into it, get re-motivated. You know, like I love training my clients, but I don't go looking for new clients. Right. I'm just like, I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm okay with who I mm -hmm. have and what I, but now it's like, it's all, all that pandemic is in the past. So now I'm kind of like time to open up. Right. You know, let's, let's, let's be re-motivated to work people and train people and just everything in life. Right. And, and I think that's all part and parcel of it. Do you feel like you got to create any new habits in the next little while? Cause I mean, they say new habits take 21 days to establish and those 21 days are usually pretty tough once they're over. See, I don't really have any bad habits, so I don't really... I don't there's think nothing you want to change. I don't think there's anything mm -hmm. major I want to change, you know, maybe simple things like drink more water. It's yeah, little things, yeah, right? Yeah, I go for my blood test. You're you're dehydrated. All your levels seem to be up. Like drink more water. I'm like, you know, I drink when I'm at work. Not yeah. a problem. Drink, throw, throw the water bottles there. I drink like three or four. Then when I go home, it's kind of like you don't think about it. No, <laughs> you know? nobody does. I don't I never I can't tell you the last time I sat down, filled up a glass of water at home and drank it. I just don't. And uh I don't think I'm going to start anytime soon no like if i if i see because i have a case of water by the door so when i see i'm like okay i'll grab one i'll drink it right you know yeah then it's not it's not a consistent thing i do think i drink enough but doctor keeps saying drink more drink more I'm like, yeah that's that's hard the drinking the water thing it's really hard because you I, if you're me i mean i i don't imagine we're we're probably in the same situation we're probably drinking a couple liters a day but the doctors say we probably got to drink at least three or four yeah, more liters. when you're working out and you're active and you got to you know, six, six glasses might be good for the average person, but you're larger, you got more muscle on your frame. You're yeah. I'm dripping sweat when I work out. Mm -hmm. So like I'm losing a lot of water and I found myself, you know, last night my lats were cramping when I was trying to lie in bed. I'm like, ow, ow, ow. So I had to get up and drink more water. Yeah. I, I've had that happen a few times. And that's when I realized me and my girlfriend like, Oh, maybe you need water. I'm like, God, I drink enough. I think, you know, I you think, you, right, know, you think you do, but you even have these fitness apps where you can toggle how much water you have, but it's kind of a pain in the butt to click on. You click don't, you don't say. <laughs> you know, at the you, end of the day, you like, don't say everything <laughs> around water consumption is a pain in the butt for me. It, yeah. It's just not natural. I know there's a lot of people in my immediate environs who do it very well. My, my daughter and some of my colleagues at work 
do it very well, but I'm not, I'm not one of those people who does it very well. I love Diet Coke. I love it so much. It's wonderful. And water's the first ingredient listed in Diet Coke. There you go. So there you go. I don't see the problem. And I've also heard the caffeine in there doesn't cause a diuretic effect enough there's to not, There's not it. enough caffeine in there to cause no. diuretic effect. No. Fortunately, I take caffeine and ephedrine in the morning sometimes. <laughs> so that's enough to cause a diuretic effect. Yeah, so there's, when, you, when you get that dry mouth halfway through your workout and halfway through uh, your day, you're like, yeah, I need water. That that dry mouth is just the worst. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 it feels like there's it's sandpaper in my mouth. It's horrible. Yeah, and that's when I was trying to get lean. That's the first time I ever took caffeine and ephedrine. Yeah. I took the doses they said three times a day or two times a day, forget what it was. And yeah. it's like you're constantly thirsty. I was, I, I'm one in the morning, one 15 minutes for my workout. Those are my, yeah, those are my times. So yeah, twice a day. I was, at one point I was like seriously leaning out years ago and I was taking three times a day because mm-hmm. I'd be doing an extra hour of cardio at night. Yeah, that's what they used to recommend. That's what all the pros apparently were doing, uh, caffeine and ephedrine stack. Yeah, cuts right. The caffeine, ephedrine, and aspirin for your yeah, heart. Yeah, the aspirin as well. And I even did that when I was younger. And I'm like, I don't even know that's a, the healthiest thing to do, take aspirin three times a day, but that's no, what they I'm recommend. I'm not touching aspirin three times a day. I'll take it <laughs> once in the morning. Yeah. That's enough for me. I take one. That's, yeah, that's, those are the, those are the the things I'd like to change for 2023. I'd like to drink more water. I'd like to look after myself a bit better. I'd like to put more cream on my skin. I have very dry skin mm-hmm. and, I, and I need to wear more cream be, or put on more cream because I'm drying out and I like to wear shorts when it's cold like an idiot. So now I have to even wear more cream, but be that as it may. Derek, it's been a pleasure as always. What do you have on tap for the rest of today? Today I'm actually uh, taking my son with his gift cards and going to Foot Locker. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, for him it is. I just hope the crowd isn't as bad as it was when I drove by on on. Uh, I should be quiet. On today. It's very quiet. Out there. It won't be Boxing Day crowd. It's very quiet, but it might be a few more people than you think. Because he wanted to go on Boxing Day, and we went to go see a movie instead. And we drove by. I'm like, there's people parking, like lined up on on uh, on the forty trying to get in. I'm like, yeah, we're not gonna go today, buddy. This is in the West Island. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, at Fairview. Yeah, at Fairview. Oh, God, yes. My daughter works at Fairview on Boxing Day. She had to work, and it was uh, it was a nightmare. I dropped her off. I didn't want to have to fight for parking. So that was that was interesting. Derek, as I said, as always, it's been a pleasure. We're looking forward to another great year of Meatheads podcasting, bringing you the very, very latest and best information about training, working out, nutrition, exercise, mindset, and workout mentality. Derek, this is once more the CEO of Total Fitness here in Gunnawagi. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Mark Lalone. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to Meatheads. And please, please check out our other podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or Google, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out the front page and the beating table. The views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of your DWSA and its employees.